Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Beth. I'm Alex. And we're, and we're off to the Olympics with Team GB. Keep listening to this special episode of the podcast with British Triathlon. Another two names have been added to the Paris 2024 squad for Team GB, which means we're out and about again for another big team announcement. This time I'm at the Savoy in central London on the Strand, just a few yards away from the River Thames, as the first British triathlon athletes are confirmed. I'm John. And I'm Michael, and this is a special edition of the Anything But Footy podcast with British Triathlon. Coming up, you'll hear from both Beth Potter and Alex Yee, world champion and Olympic champion. And we'll ask performance director Mike Cavendish about whether there's more names to come. Now, as mentioned, I'm just yards away from the River Thames and we're in a room called the River Room, which gives you an indication of the podcast that we're making today and the team announcement that we're here for. The Savoy is one of London's oldest and grandest hotels, opening in 1889, but it's also a region in France, which actually hosted the last French Olympics, the Winter Games of Albeville in 1992. So it's got the pedigree, and it is the perfect place to meet the latest Team GB athletes. Those from British Triathlon. Beth, firstly, congratulations. You're, Thank you're you. back at an Olympic Games. <laughs> yeah, no, finally. It's been, a, it's been a long eight years, but yeah, it's really cool to be on the team now and, um, and in a different sport as well. So, yeah, lots of new things. How important is it that you know now that you're going? Obviously, you were world champion. Obviously, you won the test event in mm. Paris. But to be confirmed now, you can concentrate on what you're doing? Yeah, I think with when I was selected for athletics, it was only a couple of weeks out of the actual game. So, you know, you're obviously in peak form then anyway. But to be selected a year out and have the kind of luxury of, you know, having a proper rest and off season and then, you know, slowly getting back into training and uh, building from there, I think it's... Yeah, it's really good and I don't have to worry about, you know, having to peak twice for a trial race and then the Olympics. Um, obviously, I'll still do the trial, but it's nice to uh, just have, you know, the goal of the 31st of July in my head. You mentioned athletics. Two Olympics, Summer Olympics, two different sports. Yeah. That is a heck of an achievement. Thank you. Yeah, um, it's, it was been tough, really tough. Um, at one point, thought I was never going to make another Olympic team, so... Um, you know, to do it in a different sport, 
only seven years after I started it is is really cool and um, I'm going to make sure I really enjoy it this time. I feel like I maybe didn't enjoy it as much last time, but um, I'm going to like enjoy every moment of it. Rio almost brings me to tears, to be honest. <laughs> you know, I was sick on race day and just found it really, really hard. And in the end, it was the reason I decided to move tri to triathlon. So, I mean, I hope... Uh, Paris doesn't mean I moved to a different sport. <laughs> I hope I have a much p more positive experience. But yeah, Rio is definitely. I think I think my parents still struggle with Rio and just um, yeah, still traumatized by <laughs> the experience. <laughs> and, and you you changed to the sport of triathlon within the year. Yeah. And is it right that you didn't have a bike? Yeah, correct. So I actually uh, quit my job, came up to Leeds to try it out, and didn't know whether I was going to enjoy it but I'd quit my job by this point and yeah moved in the January um, didn't have a bike initially so you know got that sorted and then yeah started training and yeah found it very difficult very hard. <laughs> How much effort is it to go from training for just the 10,000 metres which you were doing yeah. to then doing cycling and doing swimming because I think you were a swimmer when you were a kid. Yeah I think my body was less sore because I'm not doing as much running you know I was doing a lot of running before but I found that I was just very tired all the time and I couldn't understand how the people I, were, I was training with were going out again to train. I was like, but you've done three hours of training today. Why are we doing more? It was just, yeah, to me, it was just madness. I just couldn't understand how they weren't tired. But I definitely, you know, it's taken me a couple of years to get to, get to that point. But um, yeah, now it's just the norm and I can do it. I've really enjoyed the journey of getting better um, I've enjoyed the variety of the training and I've just enjoyed the challenge of kind of getting better all the time and almost being a novice in a new sport. That's been really fun to kind of see improvement, you know, every day, every week, every month. So, yeah, it's, it's been good. I read recently you were described in a newspaper article as a rookie. Now, as a world oh, really? champion, it's <laughs> a test event. That, 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 that seems a little unfair. <laughs> yeah, I know, people always have these opinions but um yeah I guess I am you know newer to some people in the sport and I wouldn't say I'm a rookie now I feel like I'm quite experienced now and yeah I've got lots of lots of experiences under my belt and I've had to go through that kind of journey and, and to learn all those things and but yeah I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a rookie anymore. One of those experiences was winning the test event in yeah. Paris on the course where you will be competing next summer yeah what kind of experience was that? It was just mad. Some, somebody said to me, what time did you get up for the race? Because the race was obviously very early on Thursday morning. And I said, Tuesday morning. Because <laughs> after Tuesday morning, I didn't go to sleep again until after the race on Thursday because I was just so wired. You know, I did try to sleep and really did try to sleep, but I couldn't. So I think um, it was just a whole host of emotions. Like I, I thought, you know, you really, when we were there this summer, it really felt like different to other races. It felt quite... Well, very high pressured. It had the feel of an Olympic Games. So now that we've gone through that experience, we know sort of what to expect next year. I'm sure it will be more nerve wracking and probably a lot worse. But um, yeah, we we know we have a taste of what to expect for next year. And we saw in Tokyo the opportunity for British athletes to win two medals yeah. in triathlon. They're the defending mixed relay. Uh, gold medalists yeah. Great Britain how do you feel going into that as the defending champions and then also individually yeah I think you know as a nation we are very strong um, 
you know the women are are very strong on on our side as well and um the men too but I think yeah we're definitely going to be pushed to the line by the French I'm sure and 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 the Americans um and I think they really will be very interesting you know I've never actually um apart from the summer really done a really that's um yeah we'll never really done a really so um I've really enjoyed it pardon the pun um but I'm looking forward to hopefully being on that team and um yeah it'd be great to defend our our gold medal um but it's going to be tough and finally, you mentioned it earlier, the support that you've got from, from Glasgow, from home, from the family. Yeah, yeah, and everyone in Leeds as well, to be honest. So um, I've asked them not to tell me if they're coming, so I'm sure they will be coming because they came to Rio, um, but I don't want to know, um, and it'll be hopefully a lovely surprise if I see them on the course uh, cheer me on. <laughs> well, we wish you all the best of luck. Congratulations again, and thank you for talking to us. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Alexi. How does it feel to be back in the, the Team GB kit? Yeah, no, it's always very special to, you know, pull on the Team GB kit, I think. For me to have, yeah, my second opportunity now is, is really special and, and for it to be, you know, almost a year out being selected, I think is, you know, really special and, you know, hopefully will give me that, that extra chance to, to prepare the best I can. Gold medal and silver medal in Tokyo. I reckon that made you one of the most successful Team GB athletes of three years ago. Oh, that's bizarre to think, isn't it? I mean, yeah, pretty pretty special to, to look back on it and, and, and think that. I mean, it's bizarre because you, you almost get back into, you know, the following season and you put your medals in the drawer and you almost want to, you know, move on and, and, you know, improve. But like when you, yeah, when you say that, it's always funny to reflect back. Um, but yeah, really, yeah, really special memories for me. And um, yeah, we were really lucky to have the Olympics in itself and, you know, now to, to have a, another Olympics with, you know, full crowds, I think it's going to be really special and it's, it's great to be able to, to, you know, focus the best I can. I feel like I prepare fairly well for a one day, one race uh, scenario when I have the, the right preparation. So for, for British Triathlon and Team GB to kind of back me to, to you know, to, to do that and give that the best I can uh, after my success in the test event, I think is, you know, a real confidence booster for me and, you know, will just hopefully give me the best chance and, I didn't have the best race I could in in Pontevedra, and unfortunately, my one bad race of the year is now is unfortunately reflected, um, yeah, on my on my world championships. But that's you know, that's that's a sport, and it's kept me hungry and humble, kind of going into this this off season, and it's made me really curious to to find find out how I can improve and how I can be the best athlete I can be, and I think that's only a good thing, hopefully, going into the Olympic year. It's why we love sport why I love watching it and why I assume you love competing in it is that there are no guarantees. Mm. I see, yeah, my, my Instagram caption afterwards, it's a cruel game, but you've got to love it because, you know, this is so unpredictable and, and, and you know, no, nothing in this sport is or nothing in this world, in fact, is given. So I think, you know, you've got to work hard for it. And I think, you know, things that are wor- worth working for, are, you know, are often very special and, and the best thing. So, you know, I think it's, it's, it's motivated me more and, you know, I've had those three times where unfortunately I've gone in, you know, as, as one of the people to hopefully win a world title and not come away with it. So, you know, that's what it's actually probably made me a better athlete in myself. You said about special winning against the French in their own backyard <laughs> on the course that you're going to be competing at the Olympics in next summer. Tell us about this summer's achievement. Yeah, bizarre to think. I mean, f- for me, I just I just went to. To, to race the best I could and, and, and my goal this year was to, to, to qualify for the Olympics and you know being the French came as a bit of a bonus I guess <laughs> so for me yeah I just came in um, yeah wanting to race the best of my ability and and 
and, and most of all uh, going to a test event is learn as much as I could because I raced extremely badly in the test event in Tokyo and but the main thing was that I learned so much about the course and I could almost close my eyes and you know go through the course and describe to you how it was um, and I think that's super important that we only get that one opportunity to race in that environment before the Olympics so 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 for me it was it was to learn um, but yeah obviously the qualifi qualification was was the big bonus we're sitting in the middle of central London at the moment we can see the River Thames over there the fact that you compete in Paris right in the center of that amazing historic city and, and swimming in the river yeah I mean I did a bit of a site recce in, in 2022 in December and I tried to ride round and what's the equivalent of a Boris bike and found it extremely difficult to ride the course and then to, to go in you know in in uh, August and actually see it you know set up and ready to go was just yeah absolutely bizarre and and you know really special in itself and I feel like the landmarks we're able to ride past and the scenes of what, what we dream of as athletes to, to be able to race in so it's gonna be really special and hopefully you know it's just as exciting to watch as it is for us to race. Um, is there pressure Alex being a British triathlon athlete because of the success that we've had and it goes back to watching the Brownleys in in London I think you were here watching it in 2012 here in London. Of course there's you know pressure being part of you know an, an incredible legacy and an incredible rich heritage of success but I think that also gives you a huge amount of confidence within performing but also just with the support staff you have and the people we have around us we've set up an incredible framework which is you know proved to be successful for the last 10 years now so I mean it's it's incredible to think that and I think yeah for me it, it means that I, I stand on the start line feeling the most supported athlete and I think that's how every athlete wants to stand on the start line. So, yeah, I can't really complain. To call London home and, and South, London, South London specifically and to be able to get a tube to go and watch, you know, the highest level of competition of all and watch that kind of level of success. You know, I mean, it was it was just a, almost, you know, what fairy tales are written, written about. So, I mean, that's really special in itself. And hopefully I, I was just a normal kid that was just going down to watch, enjoy and... Uh, still feel like that now so hopefully there's somebody you know watching Paris or who watched Tokyo or, or Birmingham and just thinks wow like this is what I want to be and and then maybe I can share a similar experience to what I did with Johnny in, in, um, in Tokyo so yeah. And final question on that we've been told that this isn't a home games for Team GB but it feels very <laughs> close. It's pretty damn close and there's a lot of people I know going so I think that's yeah super special I mean a lot of people book their uh, booked their accommodation very early even before I was selected so I felt a bit of pressure that was probably the most pressure I've felt so far so well Alex thank you so much for talking to us today we wish you all the best of luck and we'll see you out in Paris no, thank you very much for having me so congratulations to both Beth Potter and Alex Yee confirmed by Team GB with a place in Paris with a team relay gold medal to defend following that historic win in Tokyo there should be more British triathlon athletes to come Let's find out with Performance Director Mike Cavendish and Team GB's chef de mission, Mark England. Hi, so I'm Mike Cavendish, Performance Director for British Triathlon. Alex Yee won the test event and he was a returning medalist, so that means he's in. Uh, and Beth Potter won both the test event and the world, world title, so she's automatically in. Nice and easy selections for us. Selections are, are not the most enjoyable part of the job, but these guys have made it really, really easy for us this time because they were just they were so brilliant in the two races that counted this year that it was there was no decision to make. You know, we've got a, a really good start to the team here. Three years ago in Tokyo, another brilliant performance from British Triathlon. It's something we're coming to expect. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it keeps the pressure on, doesn't it? Um, it's just amazing to be able to go to these things and, and watch the athletes perform at their best. You know, we, we try and prepare them as much as we can, but we're just really fortunate that we have an unbelievably talented group of athletes across our men and women. Our women in particular have had unbelievable depth and, you know, when we fill the rest of the, the team places next year, um, I am genuinely quite worried about the decisions we're going to make and it's, a, it's good decisions to have, but we've just got such incredible strength and depth and our men are starting to kind of catch up and come through as well. Johnny's definitely still there. Um, he still undoubtedly has aspirations to, to go and show that he's an individual medalist. You know, he showed at Super League at the back end of the year that as a relay athlete, he's still absolutely one of the best. It's not at the year that he would like, but the one thing that you can always count on with Johnny is that he generally tends to get it right when he needs to. So he'll be in the mix. And then we've got, you know, a bunch of the next generation coming through. We've got people like your Sam Dickinson's of this world, who was our relay out in Tokyo and did the Commonwealth Games relay. And then we've got, you know, some younger ones like Connor Bentley, who's World 23 champion. Um, you know, you've got Ben Dykstra. We've got Barkley Izzard, who's done a lot of the relays for us this year and is actually our second ranked man at the moment. Um, and then you've got likes of someone like a Hugo Milner, who no one even heard of really a couple of years ago and is coming through great guns. So it's all to play for really in the next six, seven, eight months. Because we do know the team has qualified and they're the defending champions and they'll face a tough challenge against France, the host nation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's kind of been us and France battling now for a while. Um, and, you know, I know the performance director relatively well and he's absolutely gunning to try and win the relay in particular because he saw the impact that it had out in Tokyo particularly on our sport in the UK. Um, so, you know, they'll be very, very strong, um, but they won't be the only ones. You know, the Americans, the Germans, uh, the New Zealanders, the Aussies are going to want to come back with obviously Brisbane coming. So we've got to be mindful of the French, but there's a lot of other teams there that could easily turn up on the day. Mark England, Chef de Mission Team GB. It's fantastic, isn't it? You know, not only is it good to see you, John, but it's also uh, just brilliant to be announcing another two what I would consider to be top, top quality athletes here today in, in Beth Potter and uh, Alex Yee, both from the sport of triathlon, so just brilliant. Yeah, I mentioned that we're here at the Savoy, at the Thames, I literally just see it through the windows. Um, the River Seine in Paris, is it going to be a spectacular event? Well, I think that, you know, it's one of those sports that allows uh, a city, a host city, to showcase the best of, of the environment, primarily because of the, the three disciplines uh, that are involved. And, and, and you know what, I, I really genuinely think that, that the Paris Organising Committee will produce a, and, and develop a Games spirit and a Games presence that is absolutely second to none. And I said to somebody earlier, you know, these are probably not the Games to follow. I'm sure Los Angeles will be um, exciting and, 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 and everything else. But I mean, in terms of you could not wish for a better heart of a city than Paris to be showcasing a sport like triathlon. Because Alex and Beth did win, as you say, uh, in, in Paris, in their home patch, beating the French. Yeah. But there was concerns about the quality of the water. Um, we're very, very confident in the organising committee in terms of what they have um, uh, are going to put in place in terms of water quality. They're working very, very hard on that. It's an ambitious project, obviously, be like swimming in the Thames, which you've just mentioned. Uh, you know, a very, very ambitious project, but one of those projects that will have long-lasting legacy for open water swimming, for um, triathlon in the future, and so on. So, no, no concerns at this stage. I think I thought that it was described, Beth was described as a rookie for, for triathlon. She converted in 2017, having competed at the Summer Olympics in Rio in athletics. How 
what an achievement is that and how rare is that for someone to compete in two summer olympics in different sports yeah i mean that that is um you know that that's very very unusual there's been a couple of um transitions um previously in terms of track and field and cycling for example or rowing and cycling uh, as an example but it's very very rare Beth, I took to um, Rio in 2016. She was a 10,000 meter runner there. And we were talking earlier. It wasn't perhaps her, her finest moment, uh, you know, in her words. Um, but she really has transitioned across exceptionally well, um, you know, guided in some way by Alistair Brownlee. So it's great that he's still involved in that particular way, uh, you know, and giving something back. But, you know, we've had such a rich history of triathletes in this country we've had such a rich um, performance outcome from from triathletes in this country uh, you know and, and and so to be standing here today and I had a little quiet uh, it's too strong to say ceremony with them uh, earlier but just a moment with the two of them just to congratulate them on their selection you know just to be standing in front of two world leading athletes that we have in you know here today is, is just sensational. Mark England This has been a special edition of the podcast with British Triathlon. You can keep up to date with all the latest British Triathlon news on their website, britishtriathlon.org. And make sure you follow Anything But Footy for all the latest news in the build-up to Paris 2024. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.